You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. Well, we got a lot of calls. There was, was a part of me that was hoping like we had enough calls to do the show, but not a bunch of calls. And I go, I just finished doing tomorrow's episode. Just wrap that up. And um, I come over to check the voicemails, and there's 22 voicemails in here. So we're going to have to go rapid fire. I doubt that's going to be able to happen, but um, I don't know. I, I know this is going to be, hopefully it's a lot of calls before the game, but it doesn't appear to be the case. It's a lot of, uh, I don't know. It's going to be ugly, but let's do it. You know what we're here to do. We got a job to do. Let's uh, let's get after it here. Uh, we got one new caller, I think, if I can find it. I can't even find it. We got so many calls. All right, new caller. Here we go. Let's get it rocking. Hey, Pack Daddy. Uh, the game just ended. Um, I got a few thoughts here. So, All right. you know, number one, you know, there, there's two calls that I think the refs missed, right? Uh, P.I. against uh, Randall Cobb, it looks down at the one. And then there's uh, another P.I. call on, on Lazard uh, against the defender, you know, on a crucial third down, uh, you know. Yeah, those are those are two big plays, and then uh, what's it on third down on the goal line? Uh, Rasul Douglas, uh, whatever the refs saw, apparently they saw him slam the receiver on the ground, right? And and they they didn't call, uh, or they do call uh, personal foul on him, which is garbage to set up a, a go ahead Giants run to the right with Saquon touchdown, right? So so like just just those three calls change the outcome of the game. But not only just that, right? Then, to top it all off, it's not bad enough that the refs beat us. No, 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 no. We've got one of the greatest running-minded offensive coaches in the NFL. And I look at my Yahoo Fantasy because I'm, I'm blessed to have Jones and Dylan on my, uh, my team. And I look down at their stat lines. And between the two of them, 19, 19 carries. I want to I wanna lose my mind right now, but 19 freaking carries between Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. The whole second half, you just want to throw, 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 throw. You've got the two best running backs, or arguably the best duo in the NFL, and you don't let them run the freaking ball? What is wrong with you? When is some reporter going to get up in Matt LaFleur's face and ask him, hey, what is your deal? Why do you hate running the football? Why do you think Aaron Rodgers is Superman? Are are we not getting the message here? Run the freaking ball, win freaking games. The Giants did that. The Giants got the message. They kept running the ball. They drained the clock, and they go and win the games with the help of the refs. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sick of it. When is Matt LaFleur going to stop saying on the podium, no, we got to run the ball more, we got to run yeah. the ball more, I know we got to do that, and then he goes out the very next game and doesn't run the freaking ball. <clears throat> so, that's how I feel about this game. <laughs> Thanks, and uh, tell me how you feel. I got to think of a name for you. I, I think you're out in Jersey based on your uh, area code. 
I'm, I'm contemplating Jersey Mike. I'm, I'm, I think we're going to go with Jersey Mike. I hope that's all right. Let's start with the penalties. I, um, I didn't notice most of the calls that you referenced. Um, I do think that that penalty against Razul was, was stupid. I get it, but, you know, the freaking ball carrier is up and he brought him to the ground. I mean, who cares? I'm so sick of this chintzy garbage. Same thing with Tom Brady getting the penalty to win that game. Like, come on, guys. Can we just... He tackled somebody. Well, that wasn't necessary. Who cares? A grown man tackled another grown man in a tackle football game. Cry about it. It's not like he picked him up and suplexed him. That's what the the announcers made it sound like. He didn't. He 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 kind of heave hoved him a little bit, but this was not straight up in the air and down on your neck. He tackled him. Now again, the, if the whistle's blowing, let it go. I think Razul's getting frustrated. He was angry. He wanted to bring the guy down. He's just getting frustrated, and it was stupid. It was stupid. The only penalty I noticed that really, and it was another Razul penalty, really, really annoyed me. And the refs weren't wrong necessarily, but there was a play. I think it was a relatively big play by the Giants, but it was a clear hold against, I think uh, it was either Garvin or Enigbare. And I'm, like, I'm just screaming at my TV, holding! And they threw the flag right over on that side of the field. I'm like, thank you. And there were flags everywhere. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Obviously, it was right in front of your face. You obviously saw it. Thank you for calling that flag. And they're talking about it. They're talking about it. I'm like, yeah, it was a hold. I saw it. And then I think they said holding defense. I'm like, excuse me? And that was either the Savage or the Razul one. But but yeah, I think it was Razul Douglas holding on the defense. And again, they weren't wrong, but come on, guys. And I'm not going to sit here and blame the refs, but it's just, it just it gets so old every time. And they just seem so incompetent, like with the clock and everything. Like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing right now? Uh, and yeah, I think you have a point. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people on Twitter right now. We'll talk about it on the podcast tomorrow as far as the, the Giants. What they did is they loaded up the box. They had single high. They were even dropping a safety down. They had single high, and then they pressed up our receivers and said, I dare you. I bet you can't get to your receivers before our pass rush gets to you, and they were right. But I do think there's an element to what you're saying in terms of, you know, I understand the smart thing to do here. I get it. And I know we're probably going to fail if we run, but let's try it because we're not succeeding passing the ball right now. And, and maybe we can get a little creative. You know, th- there's a whole lot of misdirection stuff that, that'll eliminate linebackers. Why don't you run Dobbs on a sweep? That dude's got some speed. You know, other teams are doing stuff to, to open up space. I saw the Vikings, they did what? A, a wide receiver screen, and then he passed it all the way across the field to their running back, and then there was a convoy, and they got down the field. I mean, if you're having trouble getting stuff open, just have, have something in your back pocket. You know, I think the Vikings or some other team, they ran a flea flicker. Again, the, the, the Patriots had six offensive linemen. The Giants are running wildcat. I mean, teams have, when, when you're stuck, you, you break through. Instead, they, they go to the line with two generic calls. There's a run call probably up the middle and then a, a passing call that's further down the field. And Rodgers looks at it. And again, he's, he's like a computer. He reads the offense. He reads the defense. And he says, here is the right call. And he's not wrong. The right call is a pass because of the way the defense is playing. But I, I do think at some point there needs to be the ability to say, you know what? Running is working and we can't just abandon it. Now, if, if you try to run, and, and predictably, you don't go anywhere, and that's when Rodgers is going to put his hand on his hips and say, you're an idiot, why did you tell me to run, and all that stuff. I get that. But it just, it's, it's painful when it's pass, 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 three and out. Go back, 20-yard pass, 15-yard pass. It's like, guys, let's just stop. Do something. 
It can't just be run up the middle or 15-yard deep shot. Are you telling me there's nothing else in your book? Maybe that is what you're telling me. I don't know, but, but they couldn't execute. And, 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 and again, I, I, I understand both sides of it. And I, I do think they would have been unsuccessful if they tried to run into that box. I don't think they would have been able to do it. I would have liked to see it, you know, give it a couple tries. But at the same time, again, it really just comes down to fine. You know what, Rodgers? You're right. Don't run into this. You see, the, you see the defense. They're being very blatant about what they're doing. They're bringing heavy pressure. They're loading up the box. They're saying you're not going to be able to run. You're not going to have the ball very long. And we got man-to-man across the board. If your guy can beat our guy fast enough, you get a play. And Rodgers says, all right, let's do it. I think the kids say bet because kids are stupid. But they couldn't execute. And they ran, they ran their go-to man beaters and, and guys just either they would get open and drop the pass or it was a bad throw. Or obviously we saw a bunch of batted passes because Rodgers throws a ball into a guy's collarbone. Or we got two free rushers coming off the edge of where we're going to throw, which apparently Rodgers had no plan B. This was going to Lazard no matter what. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's not smart. You know, I think we try to be too smart and it just, it doesn't work. We're, we're just, I don't know. I don't know. We, we got to be faster than this. I got to keep going. But Jersey Mike, I appreciate the call. And um, let's see what else, see what else we got going on. We're going to go back up to the top. So some of these are going to be, uh, looks like OG Boomer's calling 852. So this is shortly after the game started. Hey, Ryan, OG Boomer here. I'm thinking three things. What happened to the little screen pass for the over pursuit? How about a reverse? And how about rolling Rogers a little bit? Roll him out a little bit. Give these guys a chance to break down deep. You got to go over the top on these guys. They don't. They're not afraid of us up front. Right. That's all. See, and that's that's the thing. It's I don't know about that specifically. I don't know, but do something. Do something. You can't just stand in the pocket and and throw up a fifty fifty ball to Lazard all day long. You can't do that. It's it's not a plan. And again, these these are just these are just things. Try running, and and running can mean a lot of different things. There's a lot of different ways to get the balls in, in in guys' hands. There's a lot of different creative approaches to beat this stuff. That's another one. Roll out. Why? It's going to buy your guys time to actually get through their progress to actually get through their routes. You know, before the pressure comes. Pretend it's a hail mary. Again, I don't know about the specifics. I don't know if we run the ball, if we'd be successful. I don't know if rolling out would have been good. Maybe he gets popped for an eight-yard loss. I don't know. But try something. Yeah, Ryan, it's Emilio. Yeah, Amari's not going to be returning for us. <laughs> he needs to take that sleeve off his uh, arm there and uh, respect the Packer no-sleeve policy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, uh, the Amari thing is bad. He already lost kickoffs, and... Um, I don't know if Christian's going to keep it, but the fact that they gave that job to Christian Watson, which honestly makes me concerned for Christian, because it's like, what do we do with Amari? The guy's useless. Well, let's put him on kick return. It's kind of like, well, what do we do with Christian? The guy's not doing anything. I don't know. Let's put him on kick return. But like I said, Amari Amari has no use on this team other than kick and punt return, and now he lost kick return. Um, I don't know, man. And, and then he then he lets one hit the ground again. That's that's it's becoming a serious problem. It just is, you know. Um, again, I, I was feeling pretty comfortable with him. I, I don't really feel comfortable with Christian necessarily. I'm just, I don't know. All, all I really want is a guy to catch the ball. That's it. Just don't let it hit the ground, and he did. In, in a game when he lost the kick return job, he allows a, a, a ball to hit the ground. 
So he's just begging to lose that job. So if we see Dobbs or somebody returning punts next week, don't be surprised. Mike, you there? Back at him. There he is. Packer super fan. Hey, what's hey, up, man? What the heck is going on out there? <laughs> Christian Watson on kickoff returns? I mean, come on. He just, the guy, the kid just got healthy, and we're going to subject him to kickoff returns? Yeah, and well, he's hurt again, though. with Amari Rogers? I mean, come on. I mean, it is time to move on from that experiment. Anyway, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we can assume... I don't think we need to beat our head against the wall about Amari Rogers because I think we've established he's probably not going to stay with the team and there's really no reason to panic and say get him off the team. Now, there are probably some people, and I can't necessarily even say at this point I disagree, <laughs> that would say, why don't you get rid of him so we open up a spot on the 53 and, oh, I don't know, there's a guy by the name of Samori Ture we could bring up or, you know, uh, another running back or whatever. Because Amari doesn't really serve a real serious purpose um, for the team, I guess. I I don't know. I'm I'm not worried about Amari as much. He he's just kind of a guy that's kind of hanging out, and he's got a very limited role. And I think we know he won't be around much longer. That's just kind of what it is. I'm 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 assuming. Um, yeah, again, the, the Christian Watson thing, it, it, I think the thing that sucks with Christian is with him missing all a training camp and, and Mike, I had talked to you about this on Twitter, you know, your stance is we need to do essentially what we do with Dobbs and just give him a major role and a big responsibility and, and, and force him into that so that he can grow. And I think the train left the station without him. They're ready, they're moving, and it's it's sort of that thing that we saw with Dylan. It's the thing that we saw um, with – I'm losing all the names I've gone through a thousand times. Oh, Amari. <laughs> but it it's just – it's that thing where we don't have time to babysit you anymore. And so, yeah, you know, we can – we're not going to game plan for Christian Watson, and we're not going to throw him out there a ton and, and give him a big role because we don't have to. And we don't need to. We, we You do these couple things. And, and as much as we would love for you to eventually kind of become like this kind of a guy, um, you're not there. And it's kind of just a try to pick it up as we go along. You know, we're going to go in the meetings, pay attention. The few routes you run, we're going to try to tweak them. And um, then go out and when we practice and you get your limited time, see what happens. But um, yeah, that, that's my thought with, with Watson. And I, I still think... Something big is coming in terms of, you know, he's going to have a big game, but it's going to be like an MVS thing. He's going to have that one game where he kind of has a big thing or whatever. But um, I'm, I'm just the fact that they won't really dial up a big deep shot to him is, is surprising. I know they've tried it a couple times, but it's weird because you've tried it twice. Once he was wide open and he dropped it. Once he was open and you underthrew him, right? <laughs> Two times you tried to get him wide open and he does. He gets wide open. And you're like, you know what? I just, I don't want to do that anymore. It's just kind of, it's strange to me. I'm not saying he's a great wide receiver or anything like that. He's got a long way to go. He's got a lot to learn, all kinds of nuance in this system. And and I think he has a great role. And I know most people don't care about it, Mike. I know you don't care about it. But, you know, some of this stuff with him stretching the defense, it really does wonders. I mean, he had a, he had a play today where somebody came underneath him. I don't know if it was Dobbs or, or Cobb or whatever. But, you know, you have to get some serious depth. And the deeper you can get, he comes underneath you. And rather than coming underneath you at 10 yards, he comes underneath you at 15 yards and you take a huge chunk. I think he does a great job with that. Not the most exciting thing in the world, but it, it's, it's a role and it's important. 
add in the jet sweep stuff, which to be honest is kind of running its course. And I'm almost I'm almost to the point of getting annoyed with it because on the podcast tomorrow, I maybe I talked about it today, but let's just say it was tomorrow. Um, was tomorrow, if that makes any sense. There needs to be something you do to get unstuck. And and I watch a bunch of games and I see all these these, you know, I hate to call them trick plays because it sounds like, you know, it's a stupid casual fan thing to say we should do some trick plays but but there are there are things when things really aren't going and you can't quite get it moving or whatever or you just you you pull that one out of your back pocket and you get that big chunk and and it just kind of keeps you moving what do the Packers do they got a jet sweep that everybody sees coming okay what else do you have that's like an innovative thing it's kind of it sometimes we let the tight end slip out you see that Mercedes Lewis touchdown nobody expected that and that was kind of a trick basically anytime Mercedes Lewis is a receiver it's basically a trick play like ah all right cool how about we do a jet sweep yeah I know okay I don't know I'm not opposed to it it's just you know it's going to get to the point where eventually teams are going to figure it out and it seems like we may have gotten to that point hey Pat Daddy it's Nate Um, I'm watching the game right now figured I'd give a call uh, and kind of give my initial thoughts here um, one, how impressive is it to fumble twice on one kick return? <laughs> and two, our offense continues to look just anemic. It is, it's terrible. I'm sick of these end arounds. Yeah, There's nothing happening on these end arounds. Stop. Stop it. Okay. It's a, they've hit us behind the line twice now. I've watched. We need to stop. Uh, it's just not, not what's going to work. I'm also tired of watching Rodgers continue to pass when Dylan, I'm, he's picking up at least like four yards every time from what I'm seeing. Why aren't we running the ball again? It's getting old. Go Petco. Yeah, and, and I don't have any problem with the end-around jet sweep stuff, whatever. It, it's it been very successful, but in this game, it clearly wasn't working. I think this is like the only time we've run it twice, and it's the time when, when it gets stuck behind the line of scrimmage. So, you know, the first time you see it and they're like, all right, that's how they're going to play it. we got to be careful. And it, granted, it's ideal when they're playing man. I'd, I'd, I'll have to go back and watch and see what happened. I know on one of the plays, it was Royce Newman. But again, we're putting these guys in impossible situations where he's supposed to get up to the next level and wall off the linebacker. If he gets there, Christian can really take off. But the linebacker, you know, we're too slow. And, and the linebacker played it perfectly. He sees Christian. He knows a, an offensive lineman is going to try to reach him, and he takes off in a sprint. Royce is not going to catch him in a dead sprint. They're almost even to begin with. And again, I don't know why we keep putting our offensive linemen in these impossible situations. Whenever I watch other teams against us, it's not that hard of a situation. I don't know how to describe it, but but it's very simple. They, they get up to the next level, and there's our linebacker, and they're like, nope, you can't come through here, and then we got to try to fight through. Our offensive linemen have to, like, they're, they're even, and we're asking them to win in a foot race. It's never going to happen. And sure enough, the linebacker gets to the sideline and blows up Christian Watson. Now, I, I, you know, again, ideally, this is a situation where, okay, that would have been a great one to fake the handoff to Christian Watson because the linebacker's in a dead sprint. Now he's out of the equation. So I guess he guessed and he guessed right and we guessed wrong. But yeah, it, it, it is aggravating. And, and again, touch on it a little bit tomorrow, but I don't know that running the ball would have been successful. They were selling out against the run. They were stacking the box, eight guys dropping the safe, saying, go ahead, I dare you to throw it. And we couldn't execute. But I still wouldn't mind doing it until they can stop it. If we can run and be successful, try it, because we're not passing successfully. I understand that's stupid and it's blasphemous and the numbers say we should be able to execute. Yeah, but you're not. You know, and, and, and that excuse doesn't necessarily work on third and two. I mean, that, that to me is automatic run territory. 
Because if you pass and it's incomplete, now it's fourth and two and you don't know what to do because running is kind of high risk, but do you really want to pass pass? I don't know. So run it the first time and see if you can get it. Well, they'll stack the box. I understand that. Push. See what you can do. If you pick up a yard and a half when you got two yards, now you got a half a yard to pick up. Go ahead and run it again. If you get no yards, you're no worse for the wear. It's fourth and two, and you're in that same situation an incompletion would have brought you. To me, that's just automatic. Run it, and let's just see what we can do. Maybe we get it. Maybe we don't, but we get a little closer, and we can reevaluate after this play. But you're kind of putting all your eggs in one basket when you throw, because if you miss, I know fourth and two seems like, you know, there was a time when fourth and two was automatic run. Passing would basically be a trick play. But in today's NFL, I'm looking at that going fourth and two at the goal line. I don't know, man. It's 50-50. I might want to pass. Two yards is a lot to pick up on the ground. So, you know, I don't know, man. Ryan, Packer Superfan again. Hey. Oh, and by the way, I uh, I am really starting to despise how they're using nine in this offense. I mean, it's just going <laughs> to apparently it's just going to be uh, end arounds and, and uh, screens. Um, it's just it's just not acceptable. We gotta get nine involved in the passing game, not just these end arounds. Um, you know, what is he just going to be the new Amari Rogers well, and what? That's that's literally what's scaring me is they're using him exactly like Amari. And now they now they put him on kick returns. It feels like they're relegating him to the to the trash heap. You know, like, well, the offense thing isn't really working. Let's put him on some kick return duty. The only thing I liked is that he was on the field a lot. I'll I'll have to check his snap counts. In fact, I can check it right now. Well, I don't know if that is more. What did I don't remember what he had last time. He had eighteen snaps, but he ran nine routes. Targeted once. Compared to Randall Cobb forty. Romeo fifty four and Lazard fifty nine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 with you, and I, I I can't really, I can't really fault the Packers just because I I have no choice but to trust them. Not that they're flawless, clearly, but I have to believe that he's just not where he needs to be, because I, again, I watch him run open on the field all day long. I don't know what to do with that information, other than to say, well, you see how he's open right there. He's supposed to be open over there. Like, all right, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you can only have so many guys on the field, and I understand, especially in crucial situations. I want Dobbs, I want Lazard, and I want Cobb on the field. What are we supposed to do? That's the other thing. You're you're taking somebody else off the field. And so, you know, if, if you just need a guy to run a slant route, I understand Christian Watson has speed. I want Randall Cobb. I trust him to run the route at the right depth and to be looking back at the ball at the right time, and I trust him to catch the ball. And if Christian Watson gets an extra five yards because of his speed, congratulations, I still want Randall Cobb. And I understand that. But I do, I do agree that, that everybody acknowledges his, his abilities. And again, there's no denying the guy runs open, and he can get free, especially when you're talking about man defense. And it's really tough to be able to look at this team and say, are you telling me you can't think of any way to get this guy involved? And I also get it from the standpoint of, from Matt Lafleur's standpoint of I'm not going to have him out there running routes if if Rodgers isn't going to throw to him. And it doesn't necessarily, you know, I, I don't want to go down that road too much. It's not necessarily a Christian Watson hate thing, but it's just a trust thing. We're we're in a tough dog fight. I want Lazard, and maybe maybe Rodgers just needs to stop with that. We we don't have a superstar on this team anymore. If we do, it's Aaron Jones, and he won't go that way either. But we don't have Devontae. so we we gotta start we. Way too many times we're like, Rodgers predetermines beforehand who he's going to go to. And, and I get where it's like, well, sometimes it just is what it is, and you're supposed to win, and I need a guy to just go win. But 
we're not winning that way. We're not winning playing superstar ball. We need the offensive lineman to block, Rodgers to drop back. We need three or four or however many guys running routes for one of them to come open and for Rodgers to find that one guy that comes open and throw a good ball to that person. None of this, I've decided I'm going to Lazard before the ball is snapped, and as soon as it is, I'm going to throw it to him while he's blanketed. But hey, maybe he'll come off, maybe he'll get a 50-50, maybe he'll jump up and catch it. I don't know, it doesn't matter, and I couldn't care less what the guys on the other side of the field are doing because this is what I've predetermined. I just don't like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not as concerned about Christian Watson as you are. He'll get where he's going to get when he's going to get there. It's probably going to be more of a next year thing, to be honest, because again, the, I think the train has left the station. I don't think they're going to dedicate a lot of resources to him. They've got to win with the guys that they got, and he's not one of the guys right now. He's got a limited role, and that's it. And then next year when we lose guys, then we have to force him into that role, and he'll have to develop or just not. But this year, they don't have to develop him unless, you know, somebody else gets injured. But remember, we got a guy that's probably coming back in a couple weeks here. So I don't think his snap counts go up, especially since the guy coming back is sort of the deep threat. So that takes away from Christian Watson. So I don't know. Hey, Ryan, just checking in the second half. Uh, Should be uh, pretty good for us. Yikes. I had a thought, and then I kind of lost it. But I think we need to go deep. I think we need to turn Rodgers is not under a lot of pressure. Oh, there it is. He's not under a tremendous amount of pressure. So I think we need to get Watson left, Dobbs right, Tony in middle, and just either roll him out so he, so they, they can't cover him all. They can't right. cover Cobb either. I mean, or, or the running back. Send him in, on the other side, you know? The whole field is open. I, that's what I think. I think, I think we need to go ahead and just air it out. Open the playbook. Just keep pounding hard in the air. You know, we can work on a running game against, I don't know, Washington. But let's get this air game going, man. Those DBs aren't that good. That's all. No, the D- DBs are terrible. Um, that that was my thought the whole time, and and I was again. I know Watson got hurt, and maybe that happened. And I'm I'm not positive of the timing, and that'll be the first thing I want to look at when the All Twenty Two comes out is what exactly was going on. But um, that was my immediate thought. If if they're going to play single high safety and stack the box, you put Watson and Dobbs on the outside, and like you said, either have you know Aaron Jones or Tunyon or whatever kind of stretch the middle of the field. What the heck are they going to do? It's going to be down to the corners to stop them. And I'm sorry if I'm Rodgers, I'm trusting those guys. And I know you probably don't want to trust the two rookies. And unfortunately, it's going to be Christian that wins. I can't promise you Dobbs does. But you're going to have to throw it. But that should be automatic. And, and the thing is, you don't even need a lot of time to do that. Because when a guy gets a step, you, 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 know, you get to the top of your drop, three steps, and you launch it. And you can get 25 yards, 30 yards. Easy. We're not talking about you got to sit there for five seconds waiting for him to get a little further down the field and then throw it. You'll know real quick if he's got his guy beat and he'll have a step on him and then you throw it. And, and, you know, again, I hate to make this the Christian Watson thing because he's such a small part of this team. Rodgers, Lazard, Bakhtiari, Tunyon, Dobbs, Randall Cobb, uh, you know, the, the offensive line, Myers. and These are the guys that matter. These are the guys out there every play that are either executing or not executing. But, again... If the guy's shoulder to shoulder with the DB, you throw it, period. Because in, in about three or four strides, he's going to be a step, two steps, three steps behind him. But we just, it seemed like we didn't even try it, which was surprising. I'm, I'm going on Twitter and everyone's like, oh, they played single high all day. 
Well, that I, I'm not a I'm not a strategist or anything, but we've got nothing but deep threats on our team. Well, maybe not nothing but, but we certainly got two. I don't I don't understand. I really don't. But again, I'll be interested in going back and watching it. Impact Daddy Nate again. Uh, hey. Watching the game still, uh, giving some more updates, kind of uh, some live reactions. And I gotta say, defense started so good. They started so good. I yep. thought for sure we were gonna hold them to maybe three, maybe ten. And they are just—they're breaking down. Right. They're breaking down already, and it's not—it's not looking good. I know we're winning the game right now, and I should be positive, but. This is just not a good defensive performance. And also, I'm pretty sure Razul Douglas is going to get like a three for a <laughs> PFF grade because I, I, I don't know if it's just me, but him and Savage are getting picked on uh, yeah. from what I'm watching right now. On top of that, our offense is just, uh, you know, inconsistent. Sometimes we're looking good. Sometimes we're looking bad. And um, I don't know who these announcers are, but uh, they might be Giants fans because I got to say, every time the Giants do uh, something, a five-yard game that you talk – endlessly about how awesome that was and how great Saquon Barkley is. And then Packers drive down the field, score a touchdown, and it's like, oh, no, well, they got a yeah, that's a touchdown. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just the only one noticing that, but I'd like to hear if you also notice that. No, so Sa- Sanchez was really annoying. Uh, I don't really necessarily know about the other guy, but he would say things that it's like, would you just shut your mouth? And then, you know, I thought about it. He, he was a Jet, so maybe he's like a New York guy. I don't really know how that works, but... It was just, it, it got to be so obnoxious. You know, it, one of the things that drives me the craziest is when they start critiquing penalties the wrong way, you know? Packers get a call in their direction, finally. You know, and the guy's being grabbed, and it's like, all right, there you go, boom, there's the hole. And you just hear Sanchez go, eh, I don't know, I don't care. Shut up, Sanchez, idiot, butt-fumbled dork. Nobody asked. Hey, Ryan, this is OG. This is my last call, third and final call. We got the ball, first down, red zone, trailing by seven. That's your marker. All right. You there? Turnover ends it. (laughs) Thank you, OG. Well, I think from this point on, that was, you know, again, he says that was the marker. Uh, that was the marker because from now on we've got a bunch of calls that I. It's crazy because it, it started so negative and it's like we were kind of good in the first half, but people are kind of ticked already. Um, I tell you what, why don't we take a break and then we'll just come in and I'm gonna see if I can fly through these. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know, thirteen, fourteen ish. Um, we'll do what we can, but we'll take a break and we'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. 
Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, Ryan, uh, just finished the game. Hey. Uh, we all knew it was over the second the Giants tied the game because of who the Packers are. Um, mental dwarfs can't uh, handle yeah. any pressure. If one thing goes wrong, we just collapse because um, it's coaching. I'm just going to say it. Our coaching is terrible. Uh, you know, I've been a pretty big Matt LaFleur defender, and, and for a lot of good reasons. You're going to hear me talk about it tomorrow. There, there's no denying it at this point, and I'll, I'll let, you, let you finish, but it comes down to two things. Number one, this is not a disciplined team. They don't show up ready to play. Um, and like you said, they're, they're mental dwarfs. They, they crumble under pressure. But then secondly, and I, I always get annoyed when fans say this stuff because there's no real specifics to it usually, but we're getting crushed in mid-game adjustments. And I, I don't mean halftime adjustments. I'm not talking about a halftime you drop a new play, but this is, this is a chess match. And we're seeing time and time and time and time again, teams over time figure out what we're doing, right? We have a great plan. Matt is a great strategist. He, he'll he spend the week and come up with a perfect plan, he and Barry and all that. And man, it is beautiful. And you'll see that in the first half. But as the game goes on, they start changing stuff and changing stuff and changing stuff. And then eventually they figure it out. What are we doing? Zero points. Zero. They figured out what we we're doing. How many adjustments did we make? Apparently, zero. Uh, I'm not sure as much about Matt LaFleur, but holy crap, Joe Barry. It's the New York Giants with Daniel Jones, who turned the ball over all the time. Zero turnovers, of course. We can't take the ball away at all. And I don't care that we've had low-scoring games like 17 last week to Bailey Zappi and 12 points to a receiverless Tampa Bay whose quarterback is divorcing a supermodel, an ugly supermodel, but still, <laughs> um, and letting up ooh, 10 points to the Giants, to the Bears. Who cares? We we just lost. To, like, I, I, it's, it's, we have so much talent. Yep. We have all these first-round picks. We have superstars everywhere on our defense. Rashawn Gary, Teddy Clark, Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos has been amazing for years. And we're just, we're still the Green Bay Packers when it comes to defense. This mediocre yep. defense that just collapses and is not a playmaking defense whatsoever. This whole oh, Ben don't break. Well, we keep breaking because we keep. What is it with when you come to Green? Do they make you sign an agreement? Is this a Mark Murphy thing where he has these contracts set up? that say no matter what, when you're a defensive coordinator, you have to come in here and your num- the number one rule is Ben don't break? Because I thought it was just a Dom Capers thing. And then we brought in a new guy, and he did the same crap. And now this guy comes in, and it's like, oh, we're going to be, you know, it's going to be this, you know, more aggressive, whatever. It's still the same thing. It's still the same thing over and over again. It's always this passive. I've said it with the linebackers. Every team I watch play the Packers, their linebackers are firing. I just said that with the Giants. He took off like a rocket and destroyed Christian Watson. Our guys hang out, 
wait, diagnose, make sure you know what's going on first, and then go and attack. Well, guess what? At that point, it's too late. We've got, you know, again, and all these clips are on Twitter, but Jair playing 10 yards off some nobody wide receiver. So they throw it to him, and Jair stands there and, and, and plays goalie. Go get him. We've got guys still throwing shoulders out there. Can't bring them down. We had a we had a stop short for a fourth down, and somebody comes up, throws a shoulder, and knocks them forward for a first down. We've got Adrian Amos, you know, when Saquon Barkley breaks free, sprinting away from him, running away. And I understand you're trying to, like, slow him down until somebody can come help you, but you also kind of gave up, like, 20 more yards on that. I, you know, it's it's just this nonsense. We look lost. They, they don't know what they're doing, and, and T.J. Slayton said it. Absolutely embarrassing. There was a press conference, and he's like, oh, yeah, we got kind of confused when they stopped doing what we practiced for. Again, they have a perfect plan. They know exactly what they're going to do. They practiced for it. They made adjustments, and our coaches go, well, now what do we do? I don't know. Same thing, I guess. The players are looking at it around going, well, wait, the coach Joe didn't tell us about this. What do we do? We got confused when they did different stuff. Oh, my good Lord. <laughs> it is embarrassing. You know, that's the number one knock that we hear from Bears and Lions and everything else fans, Vikings fans. You guys had all this talent and you wasted it. And it's like, oh, shut up. We go to the playoffs every year. We're a dominant team. Super Bowls are hard to win. You don't know what you're talking about. But now, I don't know what else to say. Now that it's, especially on defense, it's not just one guy, Aaron Rodgers, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. It's every single freaking guy on the team is a first-round pick. Well, no, not Dean Lowry. You, you've got scrubs, Kendall Vildorf, jumping passes, getting picks and everything. Other teams have much less talent making plays. They work together as a cohesive unit. They play with aggression, and they play with tenacity. The Packers are like, I don't know, we're really good. I guess we just stand here and great things happen. I don't... I don't know. Ending. I don't know. You guys are getting me fired up. Here. I'm sick of Joe Barry. I think it's like we can't have this much talent and be this mediocre. I'm not saying we're awful, but we're mediocre. On paper. And the problem is we, we say this every time. We said the same thing with Petten. And so it's like we need a new defensive coordinator. And it's like, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't know. Really? What, what, what are we going to do? It's the same crap. You know, I was just listening to Clayton and Jacob talk on the podcast. Uh, they just Their podcast just dropped before on the Packernet Podcast Network. I didn't finish it, but, you know, they were talking about how I think Sam Holman made a point on Twitter that we brought Joe Barry in here to run a Vic Fangio defense, and it really doesn't look anything like a Vic Fangio defense. That's the problem. Why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? I, I'm so sick of this. And, and again, this has been like, it feels like forever, like decades. We're we're just we're smarter than everybody. We're we're just we're we're this finesse. We're finesse. Everything's finesse. And the problem is we can't be finesse. You're not going to outsmart them. Just go freaking hit them. And the, every time the defense does a great job, what do they do? All they're doing is the simple stuff. I'm so proud of you for being a first round pick. But you know what makes you special on the football field? When you wrap up with both hands, drive through them, and tackle them into the ground. It's pretty basic stuff that undrafted free agents can do. When our guys are flying around tackling people behind the line of scrimmage, that's when they're really doing special stuff. I'm glad that you got makeup speed and all that great stuff. I, I don't know why we're trying to be so smart. I don't know why we're trying to be so creative and, and why we're playing so scared. Same with the offense. It's the same thing where it's like, and everybody else, they just seem like they're tanks. 
Like, we're not real good, but man, we're going to give it 110%. And they're pulling every single play out of their playbook. And man, they're digging deep. And every game's like the Super Bowl. And the Packers just kind of stroll in like they're freaking Hollywood. Rodgers comes strutting in after just watching a soccer game and doing a press conference. And they're all having a good time. And, you know, like, well, yeah, we're so good. We're the superstars. We're the Packers. Everybody loves us. And the Giants showed up, they put their head down, they went to work, and they, you know, Saquon Barkley, he, he had to get wrestled into the, into the tent after an injury. And they said after they let him out of the tunnel, he sprinted out of the huddle and back, or out of the tunnel and back into the game. I mean, this is what we hear about the Lions, and I, I know they're not a good football team, that's the point, they don't have any talent, but man, they fight and they scrap and they claw every single second, every single game, they try as hard as they possibly can Bad timing with them scoring zero points, but you know what I mean? We saw it from New England. Man, they're on the third-string quarterback, and they're digging as deep as they can into their playbook, and they're doing everything they can. They're making adjustments, and they're, they're bringing out off offensive linemen, and they're running boots and play actions and doing everything they can to fight and scratch and claw. And we come out, and it's like, I don't know, three passes, three and out. Oh, shucks. I guess run the defense back out there. The defense, by the way, I, and I said it tomorrow, I have a hard time being mad at them because they couldn't breathe. Because our freaking offense goes out three and out, and then our defense has to go back out for another 17 drive series. They're dead. So I don't know what the right answer is. What We replace Joe Barry and do what? What are we supposed to do? I don't know what to do. Do we just do that thing like, you know, sometimes you get a, a coach that's like too nice, and then you got to go get like a, a hardcore, like, these are the rules, you're going to listen to me. And then it's real discipline, but then you kind of like lose the locker room, and then you got to go get a nice guy, and then you go back and forth. I don't know, man. I don't know how you can't take this pile of talent and make it look better. And the thing is, you can. We see them in the first half. Same with the offense. But as they make adjustments, it's like, what, what, what do you want to call it? A, a, a three-week timeout so you can re-game plan? Be like, all right, they, they made these adjustments. Give me a couple days to work through it and figure out the best way to use our guys. And then they're like, all right, we're ready now. And then you come out and you dominate for another quarter. And then they make adjustments. All right, give me another three days. You got to do it now. Figure it out. We're a top five defense, but we're a 15 defense as long as it's the Green Bay Packers, I guess, seeing as it's been my whole freaking life. We should just stop with this, by the way. Stop drafting defensive talent. Oh, uh, Rodgers is going to be gone pretty soon anyway, so it doesn't matter. I was going to say we just go back to the high-flying offense, but, you know, we're going to have a bottom defense, and then we've been neglecting offense for so long. We're going to have Justin Fields, or uh, Justin Fields, I keep doing that, Jordan Love, behind a deteriorating offensive line with no wide receivers, no tight ends, and probably just one running back because we're going to be like, eh, let's just let Aaron go. Um, anyways, we don't need to worry about tomorrow's problems, I guess. Anyway, just wanted to rant uh, because we lost and uh, our defense made me mad and our offense decided to... And they played well in the first half, I guess. It's all about halves for us, not... Not full games, I guess, and just hope that it works out, that we played so well in one half that maybe it'll wind up working out. It won't in the long run, but we can keep pretending. Anyway, sorry, that was an angry rant that stopped making a lot of sense probably a while ago. Anyway, have a good one. Tomorrow's podcast is so much more measured and calm, but you guys are just really making me, you're getting me so fired up with this stuff. Hey, what's going on? It's Omar Firefighter, hey, hey, just like everybody. Uh, we'll be pissed the hell off. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers is playing. I don't know. It's 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 not Aaron Rodgers. Like this is the decline from 
I don't know, like he's 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 not dedicated or something. I don't like the play calls with uh Watson when he before he got injured. Like all he's doing is the end of rounds, man. Like everybody, yeah. like it did help with that touchdown to Mercedes Lewis, but he needs to run routes. How how do right. you start the first game with him going deep? He dropped it, <laughs> right. but then he never do that again. Like he, that's the only good pass he's ever had thrown deep. Right. And that again, that kind of goes back to Rodgers because he threw that one pass that wasn't good, and he didn't put a lot of effort to catch it that last game. But they're not sending Watson out, man. Uh, the O line. I mean, he had time. Rodgers had time. I don't even try to get on the whole line. This really is just Rodgers. Like, how do you get the ball batted twice? Back-to-back plays. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and and on that, again, the frustrating thing is because he made up his mind. He knew 100% he was going to Randall Cobb. So even, that that's the funniest thing in the world when you watch that replay and he hits the guy in the collarbone. He's already in the air when you throw it. You never thought, hey, this guy is literally 10 feet up in the air. Nope, I, I see Randall. I'm going to throw it right into his collarbone. And, you know, again, the next play, you got two free rushers coming off the edge. Don't go that way. Bad decision. Don't do it. And you should see that pre-snap. You see the, you see the, the way that they're lined up. This is a bad decision. Let's do something else. Nope, I'm going over here. And then I, the crazy thing is, before I saw the replay, um, I thought, well, he must have had somebody. Like, the, I, I know it would have been a touchdown. He's wide open. You see, see the replay. The guy's trying to fight through coverage, and he's not open. Like, he's maybe it would have worked. Maybe they would have got some back shoulder, but there was really nothing there. But he's still with two guys running free, jumping in the air, and Lazard completely blanketed. That's where he wanted to go because he just made up his mind. This is what I'm doing. It just it drives me nuts. You see, I, I just can't believe this. And I said this before, and everybody thought that. I was just making it up or not being real or or whatever, like the sky's not falling. This is our team. We are not a Super Bowl caliber team at all. Point blank. We are not. We're not playing like one. I mean, the Giants don't even have any wide receivers in our defense. You talking about defense? Dude, they, they didn't have wide receivers. They already had a bad offensive line and then lost one of their offensive linemen. Um, I think three off uh, three wide receivers hurt in this game. Daniel Jones is still hurt, by the way. He's playing, but he's injured. He's playing on a, a bum ankle. They did not have their best defensive tackle in the game. They lost another defensive tackle. They had their corner out, and then Adoree Jackson, their number one corner, also went out. And then Fabian Moreau, their number three corner, went out for a period, and we couldn't pass. Two defensive tackles, three corners, three wide receivers, and an offensive lineman. We can't beat them. And oh, by the way, Saquon Barkley went out. They scored a touchdown on that drive. I, I, at some point, you just got to own it and say, we suck. And, 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 you know, again, it's never really been a question that what we're doing right now is not Super Bowl caliber for me. But it's a matter of, are they going to figure it out and win? Um, because this, this isn't working. And I don't, I don't 100% know the answer. I mean, there, there's a lot of times you can look at it and say there's some simple things drops penalties especially if you clean that up it changes everything they're just not playing a clean game again the giants they played a clean game they showed up ready to play our guys not making mistakes stupid errors blown coverages penalties etc etc um but i but i don't i i can't promise anybody it's going to get better i don't know you know well look at what our defense is on paper look what it's been on paper since 2019 
It's been 19, 20, 21, and 22. We've always had a good defense on paper. It never actually gets put on the field. So, yeah, I we'll see. I, I hope. Fingers crossed. But, yeah, anybody that's a Packer fan that says this team is Super Bowl caliber based on what they've done so far, you're lying to yourself and to everybody else. It's clearly not. The Vikings right now are the clear number one teams in the NFC North. The Packers are not a playoff caliber team. They have the ability, no question, but they have to play better. They have to fix this, and, and we're, we're getting far into the season. We're well past the quarter mark now. We're rushing toward the halfway part of the season, and a lot of the things that have been a problem are not fixed. The offensive line is still not fixed. Rodgers is still making stupid mistakes. The, the adjustments are not happening. The second half is a disaster. We're one of the lowest-scoring second-half teams in football, Prior to this week, I think we were like the fourth worst, and and now it's going to get worse because we scored zero, technically two, but whatever. Um, the receivers and the trust and the and all that stuff, it, we're not getting better. We have to get better, period. Like a defense ain't covering nobody. Right. It looks terrible. I know they're going to run the ball. I'm calling the run, and they still get like five, ten yards. It's the coverage makes me insane. And I've said it a thousand times, but I don't know how you can rush four and you get pressure quickly and the a guy's still open. You're deliberately rushing four so that you can cover, right? But you shouldn't even have to because we supposedly have elite DBs and great coverage linebackers. So guys shouldn't just be open in about 1.8 seconds, but you'll have Rashawn Gary basically come unblocked and get to the quarterback, but the ball comes out and the guy's wide open. How does that happen? How do we have that many guys in coverage and Daniel Jones has no time to throw and a guy's open right away? What are you doing in coverage where anytime they want, they can steal eight yards and you're playing coverage. The Giants are playing to stop the run and we can't throw on them. We're playing to stop the pass and we, we can't cover anybody ever. Guys are just wide open instantly. Ridiculous. Like the defense is not the best secondary in the league like we thought. And you know, love Aaron Rodgers, but this is he's not playing nowhere near like his MVP categories that he's normally at. And I read a report that he said based on how the receivers will go, is if he retires this year, I would say he would retire this year, but Tom Brady's going to do it. And he doesn't want to retire with Tom Brady. So he would he will come back next year. We'll have a higher draft pick and hopefully get some players, but everybody to realize that we're not going to Super Bowl this season. And it's not being a negative Nancy. It's just being realistic. Playing like this, we're not going anywhere. So, all right. Go Pack, go. Bye. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I, I absolutely don't, don't really buy that Rodgers-Brady thing. Who cares? Who cares? Why would he care? Why would he subject himself to something that he hates and play for a team that he doesn't like and doesn't want to play for when he can go do whatever he wants with his hundreds of millions of dollars because Tom Brady is going to be redeemed. I mean, if you won the lottery, if you won, I mean, we're talking like a, a major $500 million lottery, but you, if you quit for whatever reason, you have, you, you can either quit now or quit in a year. You can quit now, but um, the employee of the year is also quitting and there's going to be a big party and you're going to have to share the party, Right. So you can share the party and he's going to get all the credit and all the glory and all that stuff. And the cake's probably going to have his name on it, not yours. Uh, But you can retire today or you can work another full year 
at this job that you don't want to work at, but next year you get the big party. Who freaking cares? I'm quitting. I'm retiring. I'm not coming back here. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I, I maybe, but I have, I do not, I can't fathom that from a human perspective. I have to share the Bra- the stage with Brady. Cool. Two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time retiring in the same year. Awesome. Who cares? And it, even if people want to, you're going to be overshadowed. Dude, in 30 minutes, I'm going to be on a jet flying to a beach to sip ayahuasca with all kinds of things that I really like all around me. And we'll just leave out whatever those things are. I don't know what he's into, but everything he wants in his life, he will have at his disposal 24-7 for the rest of his life. And he never has to do anything he doesn't want to do ever again. That sounds pretty appealing. So you go ahead and say that I'm the second best guy on the stage. I couldn't care less. I'm going to go do what I do. All right. Um, game's over. So uh, I'll call her number five. Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know what that was. Um, Joe Barry needs to go, honestly. I mean, we talk about how this defense is supposed to be one of the best on paper. We have all this talent and all the talents out there. Jair was out there. Um, we're giving up chunk plays to Daniel Jones, uh, Saquon Barkley in a bag of, you know, I don't want to say it, but in a bag of excrement. Like what, what is this? What is this that I just watched today? Uh, Joe Barry's got to go. He's not getting the job done. Uh, and then on offense, I don't know what the hell happened either. Um, it just doesn't look like a team that's going to do anything in the playoffs. And all these fans who get mad, like, oh, that must be a fun way to watch football. I'm sorry that I'm thinking about the future. Like, I'm still going to watch because you never know. It could change. It could turn around. But what is the goal here? The goal is to win the championship. So I'm looking at this team, and they're not even anywhere close. Um, not even anywhere close. This is embarrassing. And, uh, yeah, I hate it. All right. Take it easy. Yeah, I – I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't drag. You guys are doing a great job of dragging this down. I shouldn't drag it any further, but I, I say it tomorrow as well. Can I, can, can anybody honestly say after the jets just put up 40 that, you know, we're going to beat the jets next week. How about this one? Did you watch the bears game? They, they put up some fight against the Vikings. If the bears can continue to play at that level, their defense looks better than probably most of the defenses we've played the, the Patriots and the, and the, um, the giants. And when you're talking about Justin Fields compared to third-string quarterbacks, hobble Daniel Jones, you know, Montgomery can run. The wide receiver situation is as good, if not better, in Chicago than what we just faced and what we probably faced in Tampa and a few other things. I don't know that we 100% beat the Bears at this level. That's the problem, and that's the level of frustration that you're hearing in the calls. What they're doing right now, and, and, and the frustration is, Man, we we watch all these other games, and you watch and you say, they don't have anything. The Giants! Imagine being a Giants fan and saying, we don't have anything. Our quarterback is hurt, and if he gets hurt, we're done. We don't have a backup because he got hurt. We got Saquon. We have a terrible, and I mean terrible, offensive line aside from our left tackle. Real bad. It's a disaster. We don't have any wide receivers. We don't have any really competent tight ends. Um, On defense, our best player on the defensive line is hurt. We've got decent pass rushers. Our linebackers are horrific. Our corners are not great, and they're hurt, and then you lose them in the game. Our safeties are mediocre at best. What are we going to do? 
How did they do what they did? How? Because at the end of the day, man, you you, got to man up and play football. And a coach that can go out and get their guys ready to play is going to see a positive result. That's just the bottom line. Get these guys to go out and do what they're supposed to do. If they can stick on their assignments, it's, it's, it's what's between the ears. It's not the, the 40 time in the bench press. That, that just means if, if, you can get a, if you can play at 100% mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, you will be the most dominant player in NFL history because of your, your, your athleticism, Rashawn Gary, these types of first-round picks. But if you're not ready to play, if you're not mentally prepared to play, if you're mentally slow on the field, it doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. We, the, the, it's hilarious how many times I've seen Stokes and Jair and Savage get beaten a foot race across the field. It doesn't matter. Who cares if they run a 4-1-1? If a tight end, and I, I, I saw Stokes a couple weeks ago, just get burned by a tight end. It's not just 40 time, man. You got, you got these angles and everything else, and if you take a bad angle... If, if you're a half a step slow and you take a bad angle, your 40 time is useless. It's useless. You guys need to know what the heck you're doing. And they don't. They don't know what they're doing. They're confused. They're lost against uh, New England. Oh, we just weren't playing with our good technique. That's why. Kenny Clark, oh, we just weren't playing with good technique. This week you got Slayton saying, oh, we got confused because they did different stuff. They're not ready to play. It's wasted talent. All the potential is just sitting there being wasted. That's it. Aaron Rodgers has all the talent in the world, and what are we doing with it? The heck are we doing? Throwing 50-50 balls to, to Alan Lazard? We need Rodgers to do that? With all his great, you know, pinpoint accuracy and everything else, that's what we need Rodgers to do? All this great diagnosing at the line and knowing who the free rusher is going to be and all these decades of experience being a quarterback, just for him to isolate a guy on the right side and say, no matter what, I'm going to that guy? The slowest receiver we have on this team, that's the guy we're gonna, I'm going to trust to win? What kind of a diagnosis is that? A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, all the talent in the world, they're dominating. Eh, we get away from it. Why? Well, they got an extra guy in the box, so the math says that you throw. So we're not going to run anymore. And so you can erase the Packers' run game. Erase it. Not by even succeeding. You don't even have to execute. Just drop an extra guy and, and Rodgers will go, I know what to do here. I'm a smart guy. I know that when you do that, we're supposed to throw because now you have a disadvantage in coverage and we have an advantage in, in, at, at the receiving position here in passing. That's what the numbers are saying, so that's what I'm going to do. And they're able to shut down and turn us into a one-dimensional team without even having to execute it because we will just shut off the spigot. You drop an extra guy in the box, we will never run the ball again. And I'll tell you what, if we run the ball one time and it goes for one yard, you will see Aaron Rodgers with his hands on his, on his hips, swearing up a storm, effing stupid. You shouldn't be running into this kind of a butt, da, 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 and that's it. No more. We will pass, 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 because that's what the numbers say. Kenny Clark, Devontae Y. Where's Devontae? He's not ready. He's not up to speed yet. He doesn't know what he's doing yet. Oh, okay, great. What's Slayton doing? He's getting four snaps a game. He's not really ready. He doesn't know what he's doing. We have to have just the same guys all the time. Reed, Kenny, Lowry. Can we go get somebody new and better? Nope. They're not ready. They don't know what they're doing. He's got a lot more potential. Devontae Wyatt, he's kind of a freak. Yeah, he's not ready. He doesn't know how to play yet. How about Watson? He's great. He's doing a fantastic job. One of the fa- He might be the fastest wide receiver in the NFL. 
If he's not, I think it's Tyreek and then Christian Watson. I'm not kidding. And the best you can come up with is a jet sweep. And now he's relegated to kickoffs. Romeo Dobbs is the most electric wide receiver we have. But man, when the chips are down, get these guys off the field. Give me Randall Cobb on one side. Give me Lazard on the other side. And that's it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want anybody else on the field. I want the guys that I trust. And that's it. You're going to run a nine route. I'm going to launch it up to you, and I hope you catch it. If you don't, that's fine. You're my buddy. I love you. We'll do it again next time. Well, what if the safety comes? Well, then I guess you're two on one, buddy. What if there's a free rusher? What if a guy gets his hand up? Well, then I guess I'm going to have to try to throw it through his, through his neck bone. What are you guys doing to me? Why are you making me so angry? I wasn't this angry before. <laughs> you know what? I hate being right, but I uh, I called that game a trap game this whole week. Uh, nobody believed me. Everybody seemed to think that we were just going to waltz all over the Giants. For the record, anybody listening to this podcast, I said I think we were going to win, but, um, you know, clearly it's, it was a bad matchup. It was a bad matchup. And I, I mentioned several times how bad this team is on the road, and yep. this wasn't even just on the road. We went completely over the sea and we got a lot of young players who I guarantee were out last night. Um, you know, Rizul has made comments about how he doesn't like to go to places like Philadelphia because there's no nightlife. Interesting how he had such a terrible day too, isn't it? You know, I remember that when we would travel out to California, remember there was that whole debacle about guys going out clubbing. And so they, you know, the whole thing, um, there were certain guys that would just be real, real sluggish. And you could almost look at that game and say, I know who went out partying last night. It's interesting how some guys fell so flat. Razul had maybe his worst game of the year, and it's interesting you mentioned that, how he's a guy that likes to go out and have fun. And I know there are people listening out there like, oh, you say they can't have fun? This is ridiculous. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is a business trip. You're out there to, to do one thing. It is to be the greatest athlete on the planet. I, 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 it's just, it, it's astounding to me why there is this, this weird standard. You know, it, it, it's the same people that want to praise, um, you know, Kobe Bryant. There's all these videos about Kobe Bryant and the, and the things that he does and just the work ethic he had and how unbelievable he was. I mean, just, just a freak. The hours he put in, oh, all that stuff. And everybody loves it. They eat it up. But I'm supposed to sit here and go, oh, you went out clubbing? Awesome. Good for you. That's wonderful. And if I even suggest, maybe that'll have a negative impact. Rather than studying film, rather than going out running routes with the guys, maybe putting in a little extra work. How about one hour? You want to go out and get a pint? How about you don't? How about you don't? Well, we're, we're, in, we're in England. I want to enjoy the scenery. I don't give a crap. Remember, you know, Olympic athletes, the stuff they... Um, Lance Armstrong, hear about he gets like three hours of sleep a night and he's biking. I know he did drugs and everything, but that that, that was 0.01% of the, the total result, the hours that he puts in. And most athletes at the top of their craft, that's what they do. They're at the top for a reason. They're psychopaths. Same with, with some of the top CEOs. They're psychopaths. You want to be the best, you got to be crazy about it. And to act like, well, they put in an hour, they went to practice for an hour. Well, you think they don't practice? Yeah, I know they went to practice for an hour. What does that have anything to do with anything? Did you put in 10 hours of work preparing for this? Then I don't care. No, you're at a soccer game. You're at the club. You're at the pub. You're at whatever. Stupid. And again, our head coach, way too soft. He is not the guy that's going to get in your face 
and say, do that again and you're off the frickin' team. I don't care who you think you are. You, you frickin' bench a guy for doing stuff like that. He won't do anything. He's a buddy. He's their buddy. And they take advantage of him. Give him some, some lame lecture about professionalism. You know, we, set, we have a standard here in Green Bay, and we expect you to hold up that standard. I don't know, man. It's, 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 a, it's a problem. It's a problem. After a bye week where we are one of the worst teams, we suck after a bye. That makes no sense. You should be better after a bye. Why are we so bad after a bye? Well, because we assume that when, you're, when you have a bye week, you have extra time to put in work. It'll have the, the opposite effect, though, if you spend that week not preparing for football, decompressing, because there are benefits to staying in football. The physical part of it, the mental part of it, the preparation, the routine. But if you take a week to just get off, and then it's like, okay, here's what I want you to study, and they send it to you on, you know, in, in some shared file, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. Then you kind of just go back to your hotel room or whatever, or your living room if you go back home for the week, and you're like, all right, let me flip this on while I watch Netflix. And like, okay, yeah, so they're going to do that. Yeah, whatever, I don't care like me when I did homework in school, or didn't, then you're probably worse after a buy, right? What do you want me to conclude? I've been saying it. A lot of people have been calling in saying it. I'm worried about them traveling to London. And you got people go, oh, I think you're over. That's not, that's not, a, that's not true. You're, you're, sorry, it's a thing. I'm sorry if I expect the best in the world to act like they're the best in the world. Not just because they're naturally gifted. Sorry, that's not good enough to win. Natural-born talent, Devontae Wyatt has natural-born talent. Christian Watson has natural-born talent. Why aren't they on the field? Because it's more than talent, right? There's more to it than that. We know it, but we don't want to apply it when it comes to this. Nobody seems to care if the players are like, eh, I put in my hour. That's enough. Stupid. So obviously he uh, is part of the problem. He had a terrible game as far as I saw. Maybe I'm wrong. but You're not. Uh, we earned that loss. We earned it. We didn't even deserve that chance to come back at the end. Uh, we we needed to be humbled a little bit, I think. And- well, and I almost wish we didn't because it was an embarrassment. I mean, we had a false start, and then we had to... <laughs> <sighs> oh, You know, Rodgers has executed those things so many times, and it's really a big offensive line thing, the way that they execute that rollout. And, you know, the offensive line kind of... They, they they block and then they kind of run to another part and then they block over here and for Rodgers to just get lit up um it just really it really just showed what the problem is and that is just that we're not where we need to be they don't know what they're doing out there I, he, he couldn't have got I don't think he could have got the ball down there anyways but um yeah I just it, it, they don't know what they're doing and so it was it was embarrassing to have David Bakhtiari false start and then to try to do this elaborate like oh we're so good at this and then it's just it's just disgusting and gross and stupid looking. And it's like, oh, this is just this is this makes sense actually. This is exactly how this game should end. And you know, we we can't spend this much money on our defense and play like this. That there's just that that's all there is. You know, we we spend too much money and too much draft capital to be playing like that on defense. Offense, no better. They have a little bit more of an excuse, you know, with uh, young wide receivers. Lines not playing good, but uh, it's still. Not not a not a good game. We de- we deserve that loss all the way. Sorry to the sunshine and rainbows crowd, but uh, just don't don't try to spin it this week. Sit in the loss and uh, and just be more critical of your team. Go back, go. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when the positive people come through. I'm sure they're going to come out. They're probably in hiding right now because it's just so miserable that they just don't want to deal with people. And I understand that. 
I'm sure we'll get a couple calls at some point, but there's not a lot of ways to spin this other than just relax. You're being ridiculous, which doesn't really mean anything. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got nothing else. I mean, we, we all see it. Every single call has said the exact same thing. So it's, it's pretty obvious. I mean, there's slight differences in terms of I'm more upset with the offense than the defense because the defense never got a chance. The offense kept going off the field. They started getting gassed. It wasn't the full thing. I mean, the, the penalties were obviously a problem and the blown coverages were obviously a problem and it's just stupid and freaking annoying. Um, maybe we're putting too much on Quay Walker's plate too early on. I mean, a lot. I've seen now several blown coverages uh, that were Quay Walker's fault. Um, maybe we should just expect that. Savage, there's really no excuse. Razul, there's no excuse. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but we all see it. And I know the Packers see it. And I, I, I don't know that I trust them to fix it again. We, if, if Matt LaFleur hasn't figured out by now that he needs to be harder on his guys and, 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 you know, Lord over them a little bit, they're not putting in the work. It's obvious they're not putting in the work. They don't know what they're doing. This is, this is at least two weeks in a row. We've had to hear defensive linemen go, yeah, we kind of sucked a little bit, but we'll figure it out. You know, Kenny again, two weeks ago, Kenny, oh, we're just, we're playing with bad technique. We'll figure it out. Why are you playing with bad technique? Why? Jaron Reed, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry. You guys are veterans, veterans. There's no excuse for bad technique. And I know it's primarily not Kenny. Kenny's probably solid 90% of the time. I get that. But, you know, it it can't just be the three superstars doing all the work and hope, and everyone else is like, well, hopefully they can do everything. And we see too much of that too. You know, Dean Lowry is inches away from blowing up a play. And it's like, can anybody help the guy? Can anybody help the guy? Nope. He gets past Dean, even though he had to run backwards 10 yards because, man, he almost blew that up. It's like, well, somebody has to be there. Nope. He gains about 10 yards on that. Where is everyone? Kenny, that happens all the time. He blows up the guy in front of him. He's just within reach of the guy. I mean, you're slowing everything up. He has to go backwards to try to run away from Kenny. Where's the swarming? Where is everybody? Where are the linebackers? Where are the other defensive tackles? Where are the corners coming in to make a play? All the time, these guys dance behind the line of scrimmage, and then, you know, they can't find it, can't find it, can't find it, and then find a little crease and then get five, six yards. Like, somebody go get them. It's like we're just waiting for stuff to happen to us. I don't know. The point was supposed to be that it's not the defense's fault, but it is the defense's fault, but... I'm more annoyed with the offense because every it, here's the thing. Every single week, it's that was awesome defense, way to go. Or defense, that was a way that was a, now the offense comes out, come on, do something cool. And then it's like they don't they're not on the field and the defense has to go back out. It's like, all right, come on, guys, hang in there. Same thing that happened with the Patriots, same thing that happened with Tampa Bay. You're, you're looking at it going, they're gonna come back. They're gonna win the game if you don't freaking score some points. And they don't. Three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And you're just like, how much can I put on the defense? How many times do they have to go out and make a play to bail out our offense before eventually you look at it and go, you know what, it's the offense's fault. When I see Rashawn Gary dying, the guy cannot breathe on the sideline. I'm supposed to be mad at Rashawn because Rodgers can't get a freaking first down? That's Rashawn's fault? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, again, Savage, every, every, everybody, dude, everybody. Razul with three penalties. I mean, you, you erased a sack from Savage because you're holding? Come on, man. I, I I don't know. And then just all the pouting from the from the players too, like, you know, you're the one that did it. Everybody's mad, everybody's finger pointing. You know, maybe you should have thought about this before the game. 
And, and, and I don't mean to condemn everybody. I, I'm sure some of these guys are out there grinding. I, I bet Rashawn Gary was running laps somewhere. He probably got a plane ticket for his personal trainer to come out and help him do some reps or whatever. Jair's maybe putting in work. I don't know. But, you know, you know the amount of work you're putting in. And now we got Aaron Jones maybe making the first negative comment I've ever heard. And I don't know if he necessarily intended it, but that was the first time I ever sounded like he took a shot. And you got Jair talking about losing next week. And you got Rodgers saying he's mad at Jair for talking about losing. And you need to stop talking like that. And he said he heard it in the locker room and he didn't like it. So you know they're bickering in the locker room. How about before we get here, we don't get here. Because I don't know where the disconnect is, but it's massive. Because we are 10 times more talented than that Giants team. And that's not an exaggeration. At every position, our quarterback is better our running backs are at least on par. I, I gave you the stats. Aaron Jones is better than Saquon in almost every single category. You add in A.J. Dillon. Granted, they stuck with Saquon. We ran away from our running backs. Whatever. Point is, let's call that a tie. We have better wide receivers. We have a better offensive line. We have a better defensive line. We have better co- uh, linebackers, corners, and maybe safeties. Every single position, we at least match up, if not clearly better than them. But they played better than us. They were more prepared. They were more disciplined. They played harder. They played with more heart. And good for them, by the way. They didn't come into this game saying, you know what, we're screwed. They didn't come into this game saying, as an offensive lineman, we have no chance against them. They blocked their you-know-what's off. The wide receivers ran for their lives and found a way to get it done. The coaches never gave up. The, The players never gave up. They fought and they fought and they fought and good for them because that's what an NFL football team should do because they're professional football players and they're the best in the world and they play like it and they act like it and they fight and they bleed for four quarters until the game's over. The Packers play one half and quit. Stupid. And again, what are we supposed to celebrate? What? We beat the Bears, like somebody else called in. We beat the Bears. We beat Tampa Bay with a decimated roster. We beat New England, who had a kind of a terrible team, and then lost their first and second string quarterback, and barely, same with Tampa, barely. And again, it's almost like we knew this was coming. You know what I mean? Like, eventually it's going to bite you. Eventually you're not going to just win the game. Eventually you're going to lose to a team you shouldn't lose to because you're playing stupid. And you're playing like you don't care. And I'm tired of seeing one guy put in his all and not the rest. That, that, I'm telling you, that, that absolutely kills me, that penalty on Razul that erased that sack. That felt like such a game changer. We needed that so bad. We needed that sack. Rashawn needed that sack. That was a streak for him every single game he's had a sack. He blew it up. He's dancing. The crowd's going wild. They're deep in their own territory. It's, what, second and 20 now? The, everything changed and then they throw a flag because Razul Douglas can't frickin' cover a guy. He gets turned all the way around and grabs him. And, and, you know, not that he knows it, but if he'd have just let the guy go, let him run wherever he wants, it doesn't matter because Rashawn Gary's doing his job. And I tell you what, that front is doing their job 90% of the time. If the back end could just do their job once, cover for a second, stop freaking holding, know where you're supposed to stand, know who you're supposed to cover, and get on them. Our linebackers are lost. They're lost out there. <sighs> Anyways, again, you guys are getting me all whipped up. Tomorrow's going to be a little bit more positive. It's not much better, but it's going to be more positive than this. But I, uh, Obviously, we're not getting through all these calls. I think we have 11 more uh, or 10 more. We already did Jersey Mike's, but um, you guys try to enjoy your night. It, it feels good to just yell. I'll, just, I'll say that. I'm feeling better. 
right, you guys have a great night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.